I want to talk about onions. I want to talk about <laughs> chamois being in the Gurdwara at 4am most mornings, cutting up onions. So every time I talk to Shami, I learn something new. It's, pr- it's brilliant. Oh, I think I'm going to die. Oh, don't mention that word. No, no, no. Oh. So, another podcast, another day, another podcast. And today... Well, thank you you're, for I'm, inviting me. Do you know what? I'm yeah. so excited about this one. I've been really looking forward to it. So I'm joined today by Shami Beddy, who is one of our trustees at Eleanor. So thank you, Shami, for joining me. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure. Me. We like a good chat, don't we? And, well, you know, getting things out in the open. And that's exactly what today's about. We're going to talk a bit about um, the Sikh religion. We're going to talk about the cultures and the views. Obviously, Gravesend got, um, you know, quite a, a vast Sikh population. Yep. So, you know, let, let's get pretty much straight into it with you. Tell me a bit about why you became a trustee, Eleanor. I think for me, it was uh, making the community aware of what Eleanor meant, you know, because I think mm-hmm. there was a big gap. People didn't understand, you know, what Eleanor stood for. Uh, and not just for the, the Sikh community, the Sikh community at large, you know, the Muslim community, Hindus, True. various other communities. Mm. And uh, and then I think sometimes, uh, even with the host community, you know, and I think uh, people go past Eleanor, but not really understand, is it, is it a residential home, is it a nursing home, what is it? You see, mm. and, and I think for me, it, it was trying to be the link Mm-hmm. Between the uh, the communities and and also Elena, you know, so we can sort of uh, hopefully narrow the gap. Definitely, and you've got um, a lot of experience in the local area, haven't you? You've worked for a long time in social care. Yeah, I've lived in Gravesend for the last fifty eight years. Wow! You know, I came uh, from India in nineteen sixty five at the age of just uh, over ten and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, and been and been involved with the the Gurdwara since. Yes, and I remember the Gurdwara used to be in the the Edmund Street to I up remember. to down. I remember <laughs> before they moved yeah. uh, to Clarence Place. You know, mm. it was a Methodist church to start with. Then it became a warehouse. Then it became a Gurdwara. We were there for many years. Mm. Mm. And then eventually, you know, we moved to uh, the Gurnanak Mark, you know, mm-hmm. the Gurdwara where it is now. And mm-hmm. I think it's one of the one of the wonders of Gravesend. It's beautiful. You, you can see I it know. from anywhere. There's so many places in Gravesend where you can just see it towering yeah. above a lot of the buildings. And it is stunning. It is just absolutely stunning. So, I mean, yeah, huge congratulations, obviously, yeah. to, to get that up and running. It's I've been in there many times. It's fast. It's beautiful. It's got such a lovely energy. And I think, I think the beauty of it all is it's all done by the community, yeah. by the community, you know, the funds. And, and there was so many volunteers who actually worked in there. And I think... I always like to share this. I think, the, you know, the steel work, you can imagine the size of the building, how mm. much steel must have gone in tons and tons of steel. And they were actually three brothers. They were all retired. Wow. Actually, and, and I think uh, the the oldest one must have been touching 80, you know, and everybody was Goodness. between 65 to 80, wow. all three of them. And they'd done most of the steel work. That's amazing. In the Gurdwara, and on a voluntary basis as well, you know, so you that can is, imagine. Um, yeah. And do you know what, it's, yeah. talking about volunteering, obviously, you yeah. know, we couldn't do what we do at Eleanor without volunteers. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of yeah. the trustees, you volunteer your time. This is this is the sort of the ethos. This is what we're about, about volunteering. And I suppose that links into what I've learned, having worked with the you know, the Sikh community and closely with the Gurdwara over probably the last eighteen months or so. Um, Seva. Siva. 
Seva. Seva, there we go. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about that. What does that mean and how does that incorporate volunteering, obviously? As Seva, Seva actually translated is volunteering. Oh, okay. You see, Seva, because I think within Sikhism, you see, we, we're given certain principles right from the beginning, you see, and Seva is one of them. Seva is that you, you do the community work without being rewarded. I see. You know, the idea is to help where help is needed, regardless. So it's giving it's, uh, to give, not give yeah, to receive. No, 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 none whatsoever. And it's not just, you know, for, for Sikhs and things like that. It, it, wherever mm. you think, you know, that we can help someone, you know, who, who needs that help. So the same way we be taught that. And I think the other thing that within Sikhism is, is Kirit. Kirit means honest living. Right. You see, it's not deceiving anybody, you know. It's not to say you can't be ambitious. You can be ambitious. That doesn't mean, you know, you, you, you cannot sort of build multinational mm. uh, uh, industries and things like that. But mm. long as you do it honestly and mm. you're not sort of bleeding your workers, yeah. you know, you're rewarding them as much as they deserve to be rewarded. Amazing. And another thing, the other other thing that we, we is manchakana, mm-hmm. meaning sharing, Okay. So what we have, if I feel that, you know, you could benefit by me giving you something, so you share. Mm. So you share that as well. And I think the other one is Simran. Simran meaning praying. Right. Praying to the O Lord, you know, mm. whoever you believe. I think the, the 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 thing I like about Sikhism is they don't try to convert you. Yeah. You see, so if you're Muslim and Sikhism say, well, be a good Muslim. That's if it. you're a Christian, you'll be a be good, good Christian. Be good at whatever you are. Whatever you mm-hmm. are, there's only one creator. Mm-hmm. You see, they, yes. they, there's not creator for the Christianity or Sikhism uh-huh. or Hindus or Muslims. It's only one creator. You I see, like we that. just know him mm-hmm. by different names. Yeah, you yeah. See. It's, it's like a hunger. I see. You see, you're hungry, mm. you see, and, and some people put their hunger out by eating rice. Some people eat chapati. Some people say, okay, I want Yorkshire pudding and meat and two veg. <laughs> you see. Or too but much really, chocolate like me at Easter. Well, exactly. Yeah. So really, <laughs> it, 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 again, it's that. We just give, you know, we give different names to different things, don't yeah. we? You see. So all it is that, you you know, you might call uh, in Christianity, Jesus is your Lord. Mm-hmm. The Muslims say Allah is, is their Lord. And, and within Sikhism, you know, we have gurus. Mm. And now, after the 10 gurus, physical gurus, you see, we have a holy book called Guru Granth Sahib, mm-hmm. you see, and which is treated like a human being, you know. Mm. Even you know, it has uh, 1,430 we call it angs. Wow. Angs meaning, you see, parts of body. Yeah. You see, we don't call it pages. You okay, see, so I see. it is actually respected like a human being. You know, it's king of all kings. You see, so when you go to the Gurdara, you see this altar, you know, and it's a beautiful place where it's rested. And he has his own bedroom. It's late rest mm. in the evening and he's woken up in the morning. It's brought down. Huge respect it's, for the book. Oh, yes. Mm. And because it's, it's, it's one of those things that you cannot end up. I've seen some people, I'm sorry if I'm upsetting them by saying what I'm saying. Mm. I've seen some holy books, you know, that some people actually got it under their armpits. I see. They, they walk around, mm-hmm. you see. Whereas uh, within Sikhism, you see, that you have to have... Uh, with respect, they, they actually even the the smaller version of it is wrapped up in its nice silks and things like that. It's, it's kept on a ornamental piece. Yeah, looked and after. And it's given the same respect as you would do at the Gurdwara. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Volunteering. We've spoke about a little bit volunteering. Yep. I want to talk about onions. I want to talk about <laughs> chamois being in the Gurdwara. 
at 4am most mornings cutting up onions. I mean, you do that out of the kindness of your own heart, don't you? This is, People who, who go to the Gurdwara, I mean, I've been in the, the, the Langa Hall, isn't it? And yes. the food is just... Wow, I need to stop eating when I go there, basically, because <laughs> I just can't stop. But it is beautiful. And you're in there at 4 a.m. Most mornings chopping onions. I mean, what, is that something that that's a choice? Obviously, you're not, you know, forced to do that. But that's whole. That's the part no, of no. everything. This is obviously going back to Seva. That's what that stands for, really. You oh, being yeah. able to contribute as a community and help. Yeah, yeah I think within the Gurdwara, 99.9 is all actually Seva. Wow. by the volunteers and, and nobody's forced to do anything mm-hmm. people go there if and when they can mm-hmm. the reason I choose to go early in the morning because obviously our uh, chef Bichita Singh you know uh, he gets up about half past three he's there at half past three in the morning wow. obviously he's going to need all the ingredients That's to make it, the yeah. dal the, yeah. the vegetables and the patties and things like that so he needs you know, someone to chop the onion, the ginger, the chilies. So I go in the morning with a friend of mine. And, and actually, I'm the only one, you know, just the two of us. Wow. You know, there are so many uh, ladies who actually come in in the morning, seven days a week. That's amazing, see, isn't it? They, what they commitment again? Coming, they start coming in about five-ish, you know, from five o'clock. You know, certain people will come from five to seven or eight. And then another lot will come between eight and ten. Mm. And then another lot. So... All day long, people come, and some people will actually have something to eat. And you will probably seen when you've been to the Gurdwara, uh, people washing dishes. Yes, you see, and and when people wash dishes, you see, and you ask them, you know, why they're doing it. I think the answer that most people give is that I'm washing people because I don't know who they belong to, yeah. and uh, so you know they feel that, that they're washing. Doesn't matter who it is, what it is. It's, Everyone's it's, uh, equal. Everybody's equal. I love that. You see, and you spoke about language. That's exactly what a langa was started by our first guru, Guru Nanak Dev Ji, mm-hmm. uh, over 500 years ago. Wow. So you can imagine, and it's been going. So it doesn't matter which gurdwara you go, mm. around the world, doesn't matter how big or small it is, they will always provide you with the food if you need I see. Food. Okay, I get that. Food. Yeah, and that, that sense of community. I mean, certainly me working alongside the gurdwara and with the Sikh community, I'd say, over the last 18 months or so, it, you, and I love this, everyone calls you uncle. <laughs> and it's like everyone's uncle or and there's so much respect obviously for the elders and there's a, a massive sense of community and like you, your family you're an extended family is that is that how you view each other at the Gurdwara? Well it is because I think you know we right from day one we're taught you see not to call anybody by name oh wow okay you see, older than us mm. you know anybody younger obviously you, you call them by name but okay. anybody older than us either is Paji if the brother uh, Didi or, or Benji, if he's his sister. And then we also, within our community, we have different names for different uncles. It's not just one generic oh, uncle. I see. Okay. You see, so uh, my father's brothers will, his younger brother will be called Chachaji. The older brother will be called Tayaji. Oh, and my yeah. father's uh, sister will be called Puaji. Wow. You see, whereas my mother's side of the family, her brothers will be called Mamaji. And her sister will be called Masiji. So everybody will know. So it's, it's generic, but yeah, obviously different. But they will know, wow. you know, from which side of the family this uncle is from. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. And obviously yeah. family is a huge, huge part of, obviously, when we're thinking about end of life, someone's poorly, their health's deteriorating. And obviously that's, you know, the bread and butter of what we do, Eleanor. We help people to live as well as they can for as long as they can. One of the things I've learned around sort of working with the Sikh community is 
family's everything and there's also um a bit of a necessity if you like for the family say someone's poorly say there's a, um, a grandfather that's poorly the family should step up they should step up and they should be able to support and um, whatever support that family might need and also the wider community the wider family everyone is there to support that person that's poorly and that is fundamentally obviously for us at Eleanor we want to complement that we don't want to come in and take over but we found that a little bit of a struggle like how can we I mean, what advice could you give us maybe to how can we try to support Sikh families a bit better without them thinking that we're going in to take over? I think basically, uh, again, coming back to Sikh religion, you see, uh, Sikh religion is based on gristi, meaning family. Mm -hmm. This is is why you will find, you know, when we talk about extended families and things like that, because we're part of it. We don't believe in, you know, celibacy, you know, people living in jungles and that people, Mm -hmm. you know, our religion is based on getting married, having children, Mm -hmm. you see. And so it it is linked into all of that, you see. And it's important because when when we say extended family, in in the olden days, you see, extended family would be where you live. So I lived in Gravesend. Everybody in Gravesend are my brothers and sisters, so everybody takes care of each other. I see, yeah. Obviously, moving away uh, from, from India, but even in India now, things are sort of uh, changing, modernizing, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's for the better or for the worse. You see, yes, as you said, you know, when someone in the family becomes ill, the whole family actually will, you know, zone in. It's a network, you isn't see. it? Yes, yeah, yeah. People will come in, you know, and not just the family itself, the friends will come in say, okay, how can I help you? What can I do? You know, Mm. because obviously, you know, you're going through issues. And that's why when you sort of see, you know, when someone is in hospital, you'll see a lot of people visiting, you Mm. know, even when you see our funerals. You know, our funerals are quite large. I mean, you know, there was a funeral last week, a friend of mine lost his brother. You know, there was over 700 people there. Wow. Paying their respect. Wow. So it is like that. It's changing. Mm. Of course it's changing. It's changing for the simple reason, not because people don't want to look look after their families and their I think it's the circumstances now. Right. You know, everybody's working now, everybody's prayer because all the children are going to be, whereas, you know, everybody lived in one house. You know, my brother lived in the house, my easier. sister lived in there. So someone's home all mm-hmm, the time, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter even if you all worked. There will always be someone at home, you know, who could take care of it. Whereas now, everybody works and everybody sort of moved around now. They're better themselves, mm. so, you know, because I remember, you know, when we first moved in, there could be about four or five families living in one home. Yes. You see? And, it's changed and, and now. when you think the kids want not just their room on their own, they want a spare room somewhere else <laughs> where they can have their computers and their games Your and things like that. Your own space, exactly. yeah, exactly. of course. So I get this, that. This is I get where that. it's changed a little bit. And do you think that is changing with the younger generation? Do you think they've got maybe a different view of um, being more open to accepting help, whereas some of the older generation may be a bit more closed off to that? Oh, no, no, no. It's true. You're, you're right when you're saying you know, younger people will accept because I think they know. Mm. You see, they know, because I think once they accept it, they know that they can actually give uh, their family, their parents or their grandparents a quality time. Yes. See, whereas if they're home, you know, because obviously they've got a work to do, look mm. after the house, you know. So all they're doing is they're feeding them, they're just cleaning them or doing anything, but they're not sitting there giving them that quality time. But if people were to use establishments like Eleanor, 
fact, you know, even, you know, not to that stage, even if it was a nursing home, you know, people could go and visit. But that time, they could be holding their hand, they could be talking, talking about, you know, the old days, yeah. you know, memory reminiscing and things yeah. like that. Whereas, you know, when they're at home, you know, and, and they've got so much to do, and all they're doing is, okay, I'll, I'll Dad has not had a water for the last half hour, so I'll go and give him a glass of water. Yeah, or, I get or whatever. That. Yeah. I get that, yeah. and, and I suppose yeah. that's where for us it's been a huge learning curve. And this is obviously learning we want to depart to our staff, um, <clears throat> but this is more about allow us to complement the care that you're providing your family. This isn't about us coming in and taking over because that's not yeah. how we roll. That's not what Eleanor does. Eleanor complements something that's already existing. We will do the caring, the washing, the medication, all of those things exactly right, Shami, so that you as a family member can have quality time. How do you think maybe we can try to impart that message to the Sikh community so that they know we're not coming in to take over? Is there any tips, I suppose, really, that for us to be able to sort of go in without looking like we're taking over? It's about two, three different things. And I think one, uh, our staff need to be aware. Mm. Okay, when they're going to uh, an Asian family, whether it's uh, and and there is a little bit or different, you know, the virtually. I mean, mostly is the same whether you go to a Muslim or a Sikh or a Hindu family, but there are elements that we need to be aware of. Yes, you see that uh, don't apply to the Sikhs or the Muslims or the, the Hindus. Differences. Exactly, mm. but but but. You know, gen in general, you know, there will be the same. So the, the staff need to be aware. Okay. I think the other side uh, also falls on the community as well. You see, I think uh, there are many families that I know who are very proud. They have used uh, Eleanor. Yes. And I actually was uh, speaking to someone yesterday, and the, I don't know where the conversation came, probably because of my walk. Mm -hmm. And then he was saying, you know, uh, his family was so grateful. to. But the problem is, you see, he knows how good the service Eleanor provided, but the rest of the community don't. Mm. So what we need to do is we need to tap those people. Yes. You see, because I think uh, more than the advert, more than the leaflet, is word to mouth. Yes. Actually sells more, is more productive. And especially if it's coming from the community, they know it's very similar to ourselves. Obviously, if he's happy with the services you provided, mm. it must be all right. Yeah. So I could go and get it. So I think what we really need to do is, is outreach. We do need yep. to go out. Yep. And it's not one way. It's, it's, nothing right. should be you one way. Right. Yes. And nothing, we, you are know, right, yes. As a community, whether it's a Muslim or the Hindu or, or the Zikin community, we also need to get up. We mm -hmm. also need to be active. Mm -hmm. You see, so it's a two-way process. Mm. You know, it's not one because obviously uh, you're there to provide a service, but I, um, I need that service. Mm. You see, so how do I feel it? You know, do I understand it? Most people don't understand. Most people don't understand that actually Eleanor provides 90% of their service at homes. Exactly. You know, you're not going into uh, to Eleanor. Yes. You see, and I think the other prospect is, I think within the Sikh community, uh, especially with the older generation, nobody talks about dying. Uh, okay, is it taboo subject? It's a taboo, taboo right, subject, okay. you see, because it, even sort of, you know, I remember, you know, when my mother was alive, if I said, oh, I think I'm going to die, oh, don't mention that word, <laughs> you know, no, no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I get it. You know, I, I, you know why should you die? I, I'll die in your place or, or whatever. I see. It's, it, it is a, uh, a taboo subject, mm. but not so much with the younger generation, Okay. you see, but... 
But the thing is, you see, the secret religion, that's the one thing they teach you. See, whatever is born will die. You know, we're all I here. I see. So it's interesting we're that you're taught that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I mean, and this yeah. obviously isn't just, see, yeah. this is any any yeah. any yeah, religion, yeah, yeah. any, you know, yeah. obviously yeah. it's a taboo yeah. subject. Death yeah. and dying yeah. is a taboo yeah. subject, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. But it's yeah. interesting that yeah. you're taught that, yet yeah. it's yeah. difficult yeah. to yeah. then think about. And, and for me, you see, because I think even if someone did end up you know, in hospice and things like that. For me, you know, I feel, and when I first joined, you know, uh, Eleanor, you know, I used to say, no, you don't go there to die. You go there to live. Yes. You see, because, you know, we don't know, because I don't know how much I've got time I've got, Mm -hmm. you see. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm I'm healthy and everything, you know, I I, I might not get home. Yeah, very true. You know, and, uh, but when you're going there, you see, you know that you have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever. Mm. So you need to live that. Yes. You can't just sit there and say, oh gosh, you know, I'm going to die and everybody's morbid and things like that. Mm. So you really need to, talk because I, I remember you see my actually mother died she had a cancer she had six weeks when we found out she wow. only had six weeks oh my goodness uh, to, to see and you learn from that mm. you see and and there's so many things and I said to myself I wish I did this I wish I did that you see mm. but you learn from your experience mm. and then I think the only way you can tell other people is by experience uh, sorry sharing their experience yes you see, with the others, and, and and that's exactly what I did with a friend of mine. You know, his, you know, uh, his mother was, and, and I said to her, "Listen, I made a mistake. You need to do this now. Wow. You know, use so you that quality that. time. Yeah, departed that knowledge. That, yeah. And this is why. So I say to Alana, is that you know we need to identify those people mm. who have used the, the services within the community, mm. and let's share it. Do you Just know what? You, you have hit the nail yeah. on the head there. That yeah. again, the learning is, and luckily, our PR manager Basha, she's on the case. We had an amazing, um, a couple of months ago now, um, a partnership session with the Gurdwara where some of the committee members sort of came in, they met with Eleanor um, Hospice and obviously we spoke about our services and how we can try and, yep. you know, build this partnership. And off the back of that, I think we've got three or four interviews lined up with members from, you know, the Sikh community. And it is about them sharing their stories, sharing, you know, the good experiences because obviously we want to showcase our work. But... Breaking, using that really to break down the stigma to say it's okay to have a bit of support. It's okay to have that help and we are here to provide it if you need it. So really excited to see those interviews come out, definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I think that will also actually will help, Eleanor, mm. in uh, uh, getting those links. Yes. You know, getting people to understand. And then I think that Eleanor has in the last 18 months uh, have gone out of their way, you know. They they've been going to the gurdwara for have, the, yeah. the the big occasions and mm-hmm. having stalls there, and people are beginning to to know. So when you go in, they know. And I'm hoping you see that we'll get a couple of those pull ups that yep. we can leave at the gurdwara. Mm-hmm. You see, so people now all the time is is staring them in face. Yeah. You see, so every time something comes up, so they know. Oh, it's there. The number is there. I can ring that number yeah. or I can go in, uh, get in touch with someone because I think you have some photographs of yep. some of the people who actually use the Gurdwara. Mm-hmm. So even if they 
you know, they feel that they can't pick up the, the phone because of the language barrier. Not that the youngsters have that issue. Mm. Uh, but with the older generation, they may be shy away, but they can say, okay, oh, I can go and ask Nanak Singh or I can go and ask Shami mm-hmm. or whoever, you know, that we know they are attached to them. Mm. And that's the only way we're going to break that ice, you know, for, Definitely. for people. To it's utilising people like yourself, Shami, who yeah. the community knows and they trust and they know, obviously, you're part of Eleanor, you're part of the organisation, yeah. and it is. It's you signposting, really. It's I, I would like the Gurdwara to be able to signpost the people that need the support to Eleanor. We've got various translation services now that we can utilise to hopefully try and break down that barrier of, obviously, the language barrier. I'd love to do drop-in sessions at the Gurdwara. I mean, we've got lots of stuff planned. We've got big stuff coming. <laughs> And it's momentum, isn't yeah, it? You can't yeah, do this yeah. once and then walk away and think, oh, they know about us now. And Off we you're, go. You're lucky, really, because I think Gurdwara have uh, got a beautiful premises yes. or something like that. You know, because you know, because every week I see your, your uh, chair exercises and things mm-hmm. like that. And when you look, you know, the Gurdwara got a day centre yeah. on two floors. Definitely. Got a lift, it's uh, uh, disabled, accessible, and everything, parking is there. Do you see? And, and, and it's wasted. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know, because I remember, you know, we used to do a lot of youth work and a lot of the schools were from nine to five. They were shut and all the gymnasium, all the big hall, nothing. Were, you know, mm-hmm. there were so many youth you could have had clubs in there. So really, yeah. rather than inventing something, you know, and it's cost effective. And another thing, if you're going in places like that, and then also because I, you know, while we're here, I like to emphasize on the, the Muslim community and also the Hindu community, we need to approach them. They also have premises yep. that they may be able to, because I obviously can't speak about, uh, on their behalf, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact that, you know, their thinking is very similar. Good, They're, yeah. they're very uh, welcoming, you know, uh, to people to, mm. to use their premises. I mean, I love the direction we're going um, with the with the Sikh community, with the Gurdwara. It is now just about keeping that momentum. But mm. obviously, let me say a personal thank you to you, Shami, because obviously you've you know been guiding me along the way as we've been doing this work, and I feel like we're just getting started. So I'm really excited, and it's been so insightful talking to you as well about mm. something. Because I learn so every time I talk to you, Shami, I learn something new. <laughs> it's pretty, it's brilliant. Well, no, but we do that. I think we all do that. We all do that. You You're right. And, and again, you know, coming back to the Sikh, 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 Sikh means learning. Stuff. Yeah. That's what I mean. You see, you, you learn till the day you die. Constantly learning, constantly, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just want to plug something up. But don't forget, everyone, if you're listening to this, you know, there's a Twilight Walk coming up in oh, September. Of course, yeah. You see, one in Dartford, one in uh, Gravesend. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm aiming to do London Marathon. So please get all your money out of your pockets. Good, Shabby. <laughs> we need to raise at least £30,000. You know, we want to get a van for well-being. We do. Yeah. That's very so true. That is very, you we, kind we people out there, right? if the Sikh community can raise £20 million to build that Gurdwara, no, come on. <laughs> you know. We Shemi can, has yeah. spoken, people. <laughs> that is it. Shemi's spoken. No, you're right. It's, and Thank that's you. exactly Twilight Walk, no. particularly. Um, yeah, we'll be, you know, plugging yeah. that a lot because that's, you know, yeah. one of our massive events of the year. So you're right. Thank you for mentioning okay. that. We'd love to have any of the Sikh community as part of that. Shemi, can you sum up for me what Eleanor means to you? Well, I'm going to send a message in Punjabi if that's all right with you. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Go on. Eleanor Hospice. ਦਾ ਮਤਲਬ ਇਹ ਹੈਗਾ ਕਿ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਘਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਕੇ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਪਰਿਵਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆ ਕੇ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਵੀ ਰਿਸ਼ਤੇਦਾਰ ਹੈਗੇ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਬਿਮਾਰ ਹੈਗੇ ਕਿ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਕੁਆਲਿਟੀ ਦੇ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਜੀਣ ਦੇ ਲਈ ਉਹ ਤੁਹਾਡੀ ਮਦਦ ਕਰ ਸਕਣ ਆਈ ਲਵ 
and loosely translated, what what is that? Well, Tell it's a tucker, you know, it's a uh, hospital care in your home to help you and your family to live a quality of life. I love it. मेनू उम्मीद है कि मेरी थोड़ा पॉडकास्ट चंकी लगी होगी तो उम्मीद करता कि ले भी अगे जिस जिस इंसान को इसकी लड़ पे कि हॉस्पिस वो वर्तन गए उन्हें टेलीफोन कर सकते हैं जो कभी भी किसी कोई प्रॉब्लम पैंती हैगी गुरद्रे थ्रू नंबर लै सकते हैं जेरा नंबर मोस्टली लोगों को पता है कि मेरे को पता कर सकते हैं धनबाद सारे का What what it said is is that you see because I hope this this help you and then and and if you're having any difficulty in getting a number there's numbers at the Gurdwara as well and most of you know my number as well so you can get in touch with me if you're having any problem get in touch with Ellen Hospice. I love that. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now Shami, is there one question or one message that you would perhaps like to put across to the Sikh community um, on behalf of Elena? If there's one thing you would want to say, what would you want to say to them about us? I think for me, uh, the most important thing I could say to the Sikh community or the Sikh Sangat is please, please, you know, use Alana if you need to. Obviously, you know, it's only when you need to use them. Mm-hmm. They're there for you, for your benefit, for you and your family. And, and, and you'd be surprised really that how much they can help. And most of the help they provide is at your home. Yes. They will only do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not there to tell you, oh, you should do this or you should do that. They're there to please you, to make you comfortable. They will try. They will try to make uh, to fulfill all your wishes in the in the regard in the respect that you would want them to do. I love that. And just off the back of that, if the sooner we can try to help the more chance we've got of avoiding what we call crisis, Agreed. which is when things deteriorate and you end up in hospital. And I'm not saying that's always the wrong place. It's often the right place. But for us, to enable us to support you at home, let's get on the front foot. Let's start those conversations as early as we possibly can so that we can avoid that sort of crisis. Because you're right, we want you to stay in yeah. your own home. If that's where you yeah. want to be, yeah. we will happily support you there. I love well, that message. Well, let me assure you, you know, coming, you know, we've been working with Eleanor for the last 20-odd years. I know I've only sort of been involved in the last two or three years as a trustee, but I've, I remember uh, taking some of the server users to, to Eleanor before. And, and they are lovely, lovely people. So trust them. Thank you. I love that. Oh, it's made me go all like world up. I'm all emotional, <laughs> Shami. I love it. No, thank you. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always, what? talking to you. Um, I'll let you get back to your onion shopping because I'm sure the Gurdwara needs you to, you know, yeah. there's plenty to be doing up there, Shami. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'll let yeah. you get back to it. But no, thank yeah. you. Honestly, well, thank you for your time. Thank you once again. Thank you for letting me come up here and share my views. You thank are welcome. You, you are welcome.